money and I ate my cereal And I got in the bed and I knew it was real now And we got up the next day and went into the park And we stayed up there until it got so very dark And you know I love you, you know I love you You know I love you, you know I need you And then we did the thing that doesn't have a big thing <laughs> okay, I think y'all just heard the first single. <laughs> this is Capital City with Capital J. What's up, man? Today is a beautiful day. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first time that I sat across from this man. <laughs> Without worrying about catching COVID. <laughs> I ain't giving you no applause. <laughs> Shout out to Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to edit that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> now, mm. this week, you know, we're going we're gonna to kick it. You know, just enjoy the conversation, man. Right. You know, um It's been a it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute, man. But you know, we're gonna we're gonna just kick this today like two dudes hmm. most people, most people today, the hmm. biggest back and forth I hear is lyrics. You know, you got your lyric guys. Hmm. How important are lyrics? Right. Man, if the lyrics ain't right. <laughs> and then you got some people who could care less. Right. And we're reaching the point right now where it's about, you know, 50-50 depending on your age and demographics, where you live, you know. Right. How much do people care about the lyrics, you know? Are they more important than the style? Hmm. Lyrics versus style. Today's episode. Mm -hmm. Today's episode is entitled Lyrics versus Style. You with it? I'm with it. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. <clears> throat. All right. Now, we always start at the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. So... Mm, <sighs> How important were lyrics in from the very beginning? Like, you know, let's start thinking back. We talked to Tony Crush. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he gave us a very, very in-depth look. Right. Of, you know, to the, the start of hip-hop. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm totally humbled just by the conversation. You know, it's like, yo, this is, this is all the realness. Mm -hmm. So when you go back to that era... You know, I think lyrics were important then. When in in the in the in the era of Tony Crush, yes. You know, I think what they were saying was very important and how they said it too. So I think it was lyrics and style. Mm, right. You know. Right. Right. One was just as important <clears throat> as the other. Right. Yeah. Right. If you listen, you know, listen to those rhymes, and I and I say style because you listen to the way the old school rappers kick their stuff. And up until like a, a Rock M, I'd say versus the way Rock M did when he came in, mm -hmm. 
I would say, like, you take um, Melly Mel and those guys from Grandmaster Flash and and Tony Crush and all these, you know, all right. these cats from that era. Right. They give you the lyrics because, you know, they, they come from an era where the lyrics were important because they're performing and they're saying stuff and they want the crowd to be like, ah, oh, that's clever. Control the saying? crowd, too. But at the same time, you listen to the way they present it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's showmanship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so you, it, it felt like a 50-50. You know, you have to have the, the words and the showmanship to right. get over. And I don't remember anybody before Rakim who was like, man, forget that. Just listen to my lyrics. Hmm. There was not a lot of showmanship in his performance. Mm-hmm. It was just straight lyrics. Listen. Boom, boom, boom. Monotonous tone. He even described himself with my monotonous tone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Guru was another one who kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, but before you listen to these guys, you know, broken glass everywhere. People bitches know that they know that just don't care. That's you know, that's right. not that's not a monotonous flow. No, like the the going up and down and all that is intentional, mm-hmm. and it goes within the song and the structure. You know, even run. You know, mm-hmm. two years ago, a friend of mine asked me. You know, and right. then when they get into it, you know they. Hard time. Huh. They do it together. It is showmanship within their lyricism. But I think, um, it's, uh, well, to agree with what you're saying, and, and I think that it was almost like what they consider now is creating a vibe. Because everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, you look at how the songs were put together, the, the artists, the look of the artists and everything, all this thought went into this. To right. create this, right. you know, because this was like the start of something. And um, now I think a lot of the music is more of like a vibe, you know, like the, the music sends off vibes to people as right. to why people listen to what they listen to. Yeah, and the, and the lyrics become a part of the music, mm-hmm. just kind of like almost like another instrument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you you're not really paying attention to what it's saying so much as does it belong in the song, and if it goes with what's going on, in the song. you know you kind of mm-hmm. tune it out to right. a point, right? You know, but some people, you know, and there are people who hang on every word, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> I mean, not to discredit some of the young boys because I think little baby spit. Yeah, well, yeah, he's, <laughs> but you know, he's that is a, an example of showmanship meets lyricism. Mm-hmm. You know, he is there's showmanship in his delivery. Absolutely, even though it's somewhat monotone. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's still this level of showmanship that you know mm-hmm. it's not like a rock in monotone. It's a you know there's a performance to it. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. You and, dance and, and I'm and not and I'm not. I don't want anybody to think I'm disparaging rock in by any means. Greatest of all uh, time. Man. You know, I'm just saying that he. You know, his whole thing was I don't need that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I need. can't say that about a little baby. Yeah, the baby, you know, he, yeah, he needs that in this era because lyrics because lyrics have are not as important as they used to be in the minds of the new listener. Mm-hmm. 
So a person as lyrical as the baby is not going to catch these ears today without showmanship, a level of showmanship and style. Lil Baby, not the Baby. Oh, Lil, Lil Baby. Baby. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I hats off to <coughs> Lil Baby. Right. I think Lil Baby, you know, I ain't going to say it, but Lil Baby that do it. Right, lyrically? Yes. Yes. You see, yeah. but now, he, he got all the, you know, the antics that you was talking about, you know, all the other stuff that, and he's doing it with it. He got, he got style. He got a lot of style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for, for a dude who came up listening to any of these older artists, mm-hmm. it's going to take them a whole lot of listening to understand the little baby. You know what I mean? That, that's oh, that's yes. going to be an acquired taste <laughs> yeah. for somebody over the age of, right. you know, lyrically. He's not saying they can't get with his music. Right, right. But before they recognize him as being a brilliant lyricist, they gonna, they're going to have to sit with it for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And once you do, you do realize that he's a little bit different than some of these other cats that get right. put in a box. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I think he could spit with some of the older heads. <laughs> But it's the style that he uses <laughs> to deliver within that delivery mm-hmm. is not gonna attract any mm-hmm. any forty five year olds. It might, you know what I'm saying? Well, because now everything's so fake. Well, ain't nobody depending on where they from, you ain't know, nobody I, giving out their real opinion, so you don't know how they feel about. Because I seen some old heads shot him out, but I'm like, is that real or is that just because you know he hot? Yeah, you know, it's a lot of that going on. Yeah, I like I like I like that he's a deep thinker though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, if you listen to enough of his music, you can see he he goes beyond the usual content. Yes, yeah. Sex, drugs. Yeah, and yeah, I th- I just think he spit like we used to use that term back in the nineties about somebody and say that nigga can spit. I right, little baby, that nigga can spit. But it's definitely not in the traditional vein of what your average air quote hip hop head. Would call spitting. You asking me that? No, I'm. I'm just saying, like you oh, know, because of the delivery. They, they, the delivery. And the it's the delivery and, and all that other stuff. And yeah. that's where you get style. You know, style versus lyricism. Yeah. And then when you get to a point where you get lyricism within the style, if the style is wrong, people don't recognize the lyricism within it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the same thing with lyricism. If you very lyrical and the style is wrong, people don't recognize mm. the lyricism in it. But you know what caught my attention about it? Because I like when Jay-Z, uh, because I think he was one of the first ones who turned his vocals up. Instead of turning the beat up, he, he turned his vocals up. So you heard his vocals above everything else. And I think Lil Baby do that too. That, that's how I, because just listening to him, I was like, man, here, here go another auto-tune rapper. Yeah. I have noticed um, yeah, the, the vocals being... More prominent on the track mm-hmm. than they used to be, but I didn't know if I could credit that to just a difference in engineering overall, yeah. or yeah. or what you know, right? So it ain't changes, but yeah, yeah. The early days, you, you them guys had to have some style with them lyrics, mm-hmm. and and on through the through the eighties too. You know, even with Rock M out there, you know, and I'm not saying he he had a style. You know, so even his whole thing was a style too. He had style this. But um it got to a point where you know, we did reach a point where it was like anything goes out here. You know, there used to kind of be a uh 
hip hop police, mm-hmm. so to speak, you know. <clears throat> and I remember being policed by them, my own self. And I'm not talking about the ones that pull over rappers mm-hmm. and get them charges and all that. I'm talking about hip hop police within ourselves mm. to keep certain things from infecting the community. Mm. And that's like, you know, we police ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like as a DJ, I'm at a party and it might be like I remember certain songs that like guys would not let infiltrate the culture. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right, right. You know, I play it like, yeah, I'm feeling this and it's like Mm-mm, that ain't happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know. And like, certain they never... stuff they're not gonna let go. Right. It's certain levels of quality you have to have. People not they would not allow it. Mm-hmm. A certain level of quality not allow the music to fall below a certain level of quality. Right. You know, it's just certain things people demanded and they wouldn't accept anything less and they kept the standards a little bit different, you know, kept the standards up. <laughs> well, how do you, how did you tell somebody, the, you know, that their music wasn't quality enough to put it, be put in your rotation? Oh, that, that was pretty easy, man. It's like, you got to go, you know, get, just get it re-engineered, you know. It, mm. It's usually kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, and if they can't, and you know, anybody that couldn't hear it, I never had anybody who didn't understand that they're that they're asking me to play something that sounds like a cassette tape mm-hmm. versus we playing CD engineered and mastered music. You know, mm-hmm. so that 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 was never an issue. Okay, but but style wise, you know, you know, a lot of times that's that's people's problem too. They just Doing the wrong style of music. Like, you think about a guy who's lyrical like a um, Trick Daddy. Hmm. Trick Daddy was lyrical. As fuck. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> he was. And, you know, we're talking about style and lyrics in this episode. Mm-hmm. He's a dude that went from the Miami bass style to the, the trap style. Mm-hmm. You know? Early. Yeah. And it turned out that was more... Is. Yeah, it worked out better for him. Mm-hmm. JT Money did it too. You know, he went from the Poison Clan and he changed it into I, 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 who that? Right, right. <laughs> he did his thing, you know? Right. Style. Okay. Ice T. He writing rap lyrics, then he wrote some heavy metal lyrics. Instead of rapping <laughs> it, he sang it, but he still, it's still the lyrics that he wrote. Mm hmm. <laughs> and he's still performing. He's performing a different style. That's crazy. Ain't nobody really thought about that, but that's what happened. Him and Ice T did that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> for real. <laughs> Same bag. You know. Same bag of lyrics. Yep. Just delivered it different. Just delivered it different. Wow. Uh, you seen um, Chuck D, hmm. uh, Public Enemy, mm-hmm. has done collaborations. Right. You know, and they take their same rap lyrics and deliver them in a different style. Mm-hmm. And it makes you ask the question, you know. And, and in some cases, their rock and roll version for the for the, the life of the song has done better mm-hmm. than some of the original versions. Right. And let me see, who else? Jay-Z collaborated with Limp Biscuit. He ain't saying nothing, but... That's that, gonna you know, forever. Yeah, but... And he didn't he didn't change the style of his delivery, but the music changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Rest in peace DMX, man. Black Rob. Oh, that's crazy, man. Now you're talking about two the DMX, 
was the epitome. And during his era, he was the epitome of style and lyricism. Just smacked together. You know what I'm saying? Right. Especially, you know, just, yeah, man, he... It was it was different, yeah. It's different and very important to to the time period, right? You know, he's one of those people that I always wondered how, um, what type of career they would have had had Tupac lived, hmm. and how many of the same fans they would have shared. You know what I mean, right? So would that would them right. coexisting have impacted the other one? Because to me, it felt like hmm. their fans, to me, felt like the same people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It felt like they were talking to the same people and they touched the same people. Right. Damn. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. You it know. Is, you think about it. Yeah, and then like, style, too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Their styles went together. They would have made, they could have done great work together. Hmm. You know, had they had they both coexisted. Right. In this music together, I think their styles would have gone together. <clears throat> that would have been something to hear right there. So, who would have been that person with Biggie? With Biggie today, <laughs> can't even say Ross. I don't, I don't think two chains, man. Two chains. Yes. Ooh. Two chains and Biggie all day. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. That to me, I would like. I don't even think twice about that immediately. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like okay. when I when I think about the way he kicked it with Meth and then how Meth kicked it with Red Man, I'm like, yo, man, Two Chains is that type of MC. You know, yeah. In a most in a more recent package, damn, that would make an awesome damn. <laughs> they make an album together called Big Chains. That'd be dope. Woo! <laughs> you said two chains and Biggie. Okay, hey, hey man, I would have never guessed that one, but I ain't mad at it. That's 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 man. The, yeah. the, to me, you know, style wise, you know, yeah. like it's a light. They have light hearted deliveries. They still have the same content as everybody else, mm-hmm. but they give it to you in a, in a light hearted way. It, it feels um, comedic. You know, kind of yeah. funny at times. And, you know, they say funny stuff. Um, right. Clever, you know. <laughs> and they can they can get on any beat. Hmm. And they're always fun. When you listen to them, it's fun. Like, when they voice come on any song. Right, right, right. Every, the mood in the room lighting up. Like, um, big, I got a story to tell. Whenever they voice come on, <laughs> the mood in the room change. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And and it's funny because I could say the same thing about Tupac, but he turned the mood dark. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yes. yes, very dark. Towards the end, right? Towards the end, his music turned the mood in the room dark. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But it's Ooh. all in them styles, man. Yeah. You know? But to you, do lyrics matter? To me, uh, you know, I had this conversation with my brother a whole lot. <laughs> he is 100% lyrics. Yes. And I'm a person who enjoys lyrics. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they matter mm-hmm. over style. Mm-hmm. And I, my argument that I always make is um, when I listen to reggae music 
And anybody else who tells me how important lyrics are, mm-hmm. <laughs> unless you understand every word, every reggae song you enjoy to me makes you a hypocrite. Right, right. Because you sit here telling me how important the lyrics are, but yet when you hear, <laughs> you don't know what they're saying, but the right. style is incredible, mm-hmm. and it goes with the music. Right. And some of them dudes be going just as hard on that as they go to a nice joint. Absolutely. So is it really the lyrics are that important? Hmm. For certain songs. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do I do get it though. I'm not I'm not saying that makes you a hypocrite. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that was just um, you know, it just sounded good. Yeah. But check this out. But I do I do understand like the lyrics matter because when you don't know what the person's saying, you don't know if what they're saying is garbage either. <laughs> but once you know what they're saying, I do get it. You know what I'm saying? So right. so lyrics can matter, but I think there are cases when they cannot matter as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Um, some stuff is just dope, man. And and it doesn't need lyrics to, you know, it's, it's just you put the right energy mm-hmm. sometimes in the right place. Then the words are not as important. Not saying you can put any old trash here, but just sometimes just having the adequate thing to say rather than the the best perfect thing to say. Sometimes a, an adequate thing to say can work if the if if, if the style is perfect. Man, <clears throat> so me listening to music now with wiser ears. Wiser ears, I like that. <laughs> it's some shit that I used to listen to. <laughs> That I'm listening to now, and I'm like, why was I listening to this? <laughs> this Give me an example old of something. Dirty I still, <laughs> I still like old dirty, but I can say that he was somebody who was all style. Yes, but yes, he did have some lyrics. Like it was half and half, Bruh, Like because no. because now, now here's the thing you gotta understand: some of that stuff. Copy like some of that stuff is written by the jizzle. Uh-huh. And if the jizzle wrote it, you got a you got a quality rhyme, you know. Now it's just a matter of your preference and the delivery. Like he ain't gonna hand over no BS. Like, you know, you start thinking yeah, about it. Well, that might have been one or two tracks. The rest yeah. of that stuff is like say something. Cut it, put it back together. Say something else. Cut it, put it yeah, back yeah. together. And the rest Rizzo. of that is all style. Rizzo, yes. <clears throat> so, in, in Old Dirty Bastard is somebody who I would... like. Let's use him as an example, a perfect example. With the exception of the ones that we can say are notably um, coherent, mm-hmm. lyrically uh, yeah. appropriate joints. <laughs> The other ones that that we know about, we know Dirty got some stuff that was just like, oh. but even those like style wise, now you you throwing lyrics out the window. You know what I'm saying? Because because yeah. sometimes he can, and that might turn into a like that might actually be a lyric on one of them songs. And I'm serious. I want to be a tra- I want I want you to show me that track uh, that he spit on. <laughs> Give me two bars from it. Two bars, man. You can find two bars pretty easy. Old dirty spitting something. Uh, I'm t- I'm you know what I'm saying? <laughs> me I mean, two. 
But you know, you know, they just gonna take it off. We can't put nobody music. Oh on no, no, no! I ain't wanna play it. No, but, no, I, no. but I'm, I can, I can easily feel that. Like that, I can feel that prescription easy. Man, you know, oh, I can man, find man. you a couple of bars more dirty when okay. he's saying something. Now. You know what I'm saying? That that's that's easy for a DJ. You know what I'm saying? But like, I can, I've rock you with know. him so hard <laughs> back in the day. Like that was my joy. Hey, what? because. Because old dirty is like reggae, man. Yeah, like for real. I mean, I think of it like that. Like, stop, stop yeah. worrying about what he's saying, man, and yeah. just close your eyes and listen to how good what he's saying fits into what's going on with this music that the RZA gave you. Yeah. And when you right. do that, and you you just dumb down for a second, just dumb it down. Hey, man, it's like <clears throat> it's always been artists like that. Like, yeah. like um. I'm pretty sure that the same argument we're having right now probably mm. went on between people who like the Temptations versus people who like James Brown. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or it could have been between people who like Sam Cooke versus people who like Rufus Thomas. You know, mm. they're different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're gonna appear. They appear the different. Yeah. You know, he. Rufus Thomas is like the Gucci man of uh, back then, you know. <laughs> I mean, well, I, you know, and I don't mean he was into the same stuff Gucci Mane's into, but, you know, like, I, I can say they definitely appeal to different crowds. Like Sam Cooke, you know, you hear Sam Cooke at the wedding reception, you hear Rufus Thomas at the Chitlin circuit um, at the at the shot house. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Oh, okay. You just saying the difference. Yeah, okay, just, just trying to say the difference, you know, right, between, right, right. between them. Okay. <clears throat> Style wise, right? Man, I actually forgot where I got into that from. And started talking about Sam Cooke and Rufus Thomas. I like, yeah. Oh, we was talking about old dirty being garbage. <laughs> I mean, <not> garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but but his music just sound different listening with wiser ears. You know, right? Right? Wiser ears. Yeah. Wiser ears. I'm trying to think of somebody who 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 have I gotten wiser ears to. That I can't think of nobody who I used to love that now I listen to and say, like, oh, man, this is horrible. Let mm. me think. Um, I'm sure there's somebody. If I, you know, you give me a moment now. You think of somebody. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> is, that, is Old Dirty the only one? Nah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. That, you know, I think Noriega. You know, I I don't think I ever thought he was lyrical, but if you go, go, just go back and listen to it, I'm like what? I said he was to me. He was more styled in lyrics, but he was yes. adequate lyrically. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know. <laughs> he was garbage. He know it. He know it. He he created a vibe though. You know what I'm saying? I'm not taking away from that part of it because he had me. I was a fan, right? You know what I'm saying? I was a fan. <laughs> but I, I, you know, but that's a style yeah. guy though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. What 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 what? I mean, that's that's. I mean, you know, that's style, and and that in itself is a talent. Right. That everybody don't have. T O N Y and Y. Capone made it, you know what I'm saying? Held that down too, though. But Nori took that single career to a, a whole different level. When he needed to, he pumped out them hits. Got to give him credit for that now. He pumped them yeah. out. <clears throat> Kept coming with them. And what a lot of people don't understand is 
you know, the Neptunes have been out there floating around. Mm-hmm. But I really credit Nori. Right. Right. For their acceptance and entrance yes. into our hip hop sphere as deeply as they were. Like, it mm-hmm. was that. Like, you know how sometimes people hit on the right thing and everybody wants peace. Right. Right. They they were the hot ticket for the next Man. seven, eight years, ten years after um what? <clears throat> after after what? What 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 what, oh, what, yeah. what? yeah. Super Thug. Yeah. That yep. was a banger. Yep. And then after that, man, they were you know, they were the go to producers for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you gotta give Nori props for that. Yeah, there wouldn't be no give it to me if that song hadn't happened. Did Jay Z give it to me? They um I, I <clears> say <throat> groups like Capone and Noriega made room uh for the South to shine at a bigger level. And like Memphis Bleak. You always equate them with the Southern the Southern smash off. I don't I don't see them in the I don't see Capone and Noriega in that. What you mean the Southern Smash off? <laughs> you be like Capone and Noriega in, you know, that's about the third time we've been in the show. And you credited them with some some influence on that. Yeah, you know, um because you know Style wise. Yeah, their style, you know what I'm saying? Because their style I think made it more acceptable. You know what I'm saying? Because let's not front now. During the time that Capone and Noriega came up, New York was still running it. You know what right. I'm saying? And then after that, the shift happened. I'm not saying they, you know, give them credit for the South uprising. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. Man, man, Capone and Noriega. <laughs> yeah, hell no. That's not what I'm saying. the people that never made it. <laughs> <laughs> hell no. I'm just saying that, you know, their style was, it, I, I, I felt like it was uh, almost, uh, you know, it, it just, it, I think it was like very similar to what came out of the South later on. And then next thing I know, the whole New York on the South tip, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and not, not to say it like that, the tip, but I'm just talking about from a fan standpoint, I'm strictly a fan in this thing, that this is how it seemed to me that, you know. And it just took off. <laughs> well, shoot. Speaking of style, that's another that's another part of that goes into the main topic. We talk about lyrics versus style. Mm-hmm. As things shifted to the south, I felt like uh, what a lot of the the pushback was. Like I'm a true fan of 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 hip hop and a true fan of southern artists, mm-hmm. and. It's not the same style lyricism. It's put mm-hmm. together differently. Mm-hmm. You know, the style is a different style. But I think the lyricism there, but but the style is 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 basic in structure. Mm-hmm. So with such with a basic style like that, a lot of the lyricism is missed because the the style in which it's presented is what. New York feels like they have left that already. When you think about it, it's almost a, like if you think about how many times the style of rap has changed through the years, mm-hmm. the the style that the Southern MCs were using when they were first being presented to New York was a style they had already finished with. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So to them, they're just hearing something this time dated. 
And I remember myself thinking that was probably the biggest issue a lot of times with the music. <clears throat> when you have access to both New York and what's coming from the South and the West, the style that you're hearing on this music, it sounds dated because you heard it already from New York artists and they're on to something else. Mm-hmm. You know? Right, 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 right. Like when Easy e was still... Um, you know, on the simple flows, you know, you know, they had moved on from that style already in New York, you know, Rockin' was already out, like dudes didn't rap like that no more, and then by the time dudes started rapping like Rockin' on the West Coast and other places, like you hear a dude rapping like Rockin' and it's coming out the South or something, it's, you know, Das Effects is already out, you see what I'm saying? So you miss out on how lyric, lyrical, you know, what's going on with UGK and mm-hmm. Scarface and all these cats. Mm-hmm. Because you're thinking that what you're hearing is dated, but it's just the way they do their thing. You see what I'm saying? Which is, I think is why Outkast gained so much respect, because it wasn't a style that was familiar to anybody. It was Outkast style. Hymns. So they couldn't, you know, so they, all they could do was recognize the lyricism because they couldn't even fall into the habit of throwing them into the box of, oh, here it goes, sounding all dated. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. <clears throat> so like, what's the difference now? In what? Like, because now it, it's hard to say because there's so many different styles and stuff now. Like... If, you, if any given um, region, because um, hip hop used to be a regional thing, like you can tell where somebody from by how they rhyme and stuff like that. Now, right? I mean, back then. Now you gotta actually know the person to know where they, they are from, and, and we touched on this um, before in one of the earlier podcasts when we was talking about, I guess, uh, if I remember correctly, how uh, versatile. Uh, Hip hop is right, and um, you know what I'm saying the growth of it. But nowadays, like it's it's open season, and so with that being said, like I guess to bring it back to my question, like what's the difference (laughs) now? Do you think that what what you think is gonna last because of the state of things now? So what you think is gonna last? Style of lyricism, yeah. Mm. Well, when you start, it depends, man. Like, when you think about what lasts, it depends on who's creating the the archive. And, like, for example, think about um, there's critical acclaim, and then that's what the fans like. Right. You know? Sometimes the stuff that wins Grammys and Oscars that you wouldn't sit down and listen to. Right. But people recognize the greatness in it. Even if it doesn't touch your soul, it touched somebody's mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it can be it's kinda like that with music. So for the lyrics the lyrics stand up, these are the guys that get, you know, the deep thinkers get nominated for the Grammys. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. The ones that touch your soul and make you move and groove, 
No, you know, that music lasts in clubs, family mm. reunions, mm. block parties. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Right. Right. People's it, playlists. Even if it's, if it's even made anymore. Because it's been a long time since I heard some music that touched my soul. Man, I, I hear some... There's some good stuff, man. Some good R&B out there right now. Yeah. Really. You start back listening then. Yeah, man. There's some dope stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember, um, you know, I remember when I first heard that Doja Cat shit, chick, I was like, man, I think, you know, she's a combination of style. She's not incredibly lyrical, mm-hmm. But she's an artist all the way through. So she dabbles in making music. She writes. Hmm. You know, she sings something. She'll rap something. Right. And when you start really noticing, you know, that kind of talent right there is something that was going to happen. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. A combination of style and artistic integrity. <laughs> right. What's the, what's the best investment in music right now? Mean style versus lyrics, or just in general? Just in general, you know. And let's keep it, you know, with the as far as uh, from an artist standpoint, what's the best investment in music right now? Oh man! How much money are we talking? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, to get started, the best investment is something to record with. Mm-hmm. You know, once you got that, the next best investment is. Unfortunately, we live in a society that is visual, and probably the next best investment in today's world is. You know, I've noticed that people respond when you look the part. Mm-hmm. So the next thing you need to invest in is, you know, in today's world, mm-hmm. you need to look the part, you know, and you, that doesn't mean you have to spend a whole lot of money. Like you just need to at least look crispy because that's what people present. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's already a standard set and whether you agree with the standard or not, if you're going to participate and you're going to present yourself as a member of this society then you need to at least be standard. Right. Or people are not going to take you seriously. Right. So, you know, <clears throat> so I say if you're an artist, look around, see what the standard is, and make sure that you meet it mm-hmm. at minimum. So that's your next investment. And third is, you know, once you had the recording and you can look the part, you present it. Mm-hmm. The next investment is your, you know, more sweat equity. Huh. You know, being ready for your opportunity. And, you know, make sure you know all your songs. Uh-huh. <clears throat> you know, just in case you're called upon to perform at the drop of a dime. Uh-huh. For who knows, Russell Simmons. <laughs> you know? Right. You never know. Right. It's more sweat equity. So now you show up, you look the part, mm-hmm. you have you bought the recording equipment, so you should have product to give. Mm-hmm. 
And you put in the sweat equity so you're ready for anything. Mm-hmm. There you go. Those are your investments. Right. You know? Random. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After that, you know, next thing is video. Mm-hmm. You know, start start putting videos out. Right. Just start making them. It doesn't matter if you spend a lot of money on them. Just make them. You need them there. Like, everybody need at this point, you need a, a trail. Right. People right. don't even know you've been doing work. You can't just show up out the blue. Right. And have nothing out there. So just start content. You need content. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Content is the main thing nowadays. Yep. It doesn't even have to be great content. Just a lot of it. Right. You know what I mean? Because it lets people know you're still there because this is a microwave society. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not doing anything... You know, I hate the term relevant, but, you know, people think, well, I ain't heard nothing. It could be just uh, six months, you know. It's like, yo, <laughs> it moved on. You Fast. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fast. Yeah, people scrolling through the hundreds of this type of stuff every day. Right. <laughs> so you got to keep putting stuff up there to stay on the radar. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? If this if this is what you're trying to do, right. you know. Like, Can't half-ass it. Yep, and I, in in as far as investments, notice I didn't say YouTube or SoundCloud because all that's mm-hmm. free. Those are free mediums. Mm-hmm. So it's no investment involved in a free medium. Right. Right. So, so that was our little add-on for 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 lyrics and um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For lyrics and uh, see where we could put it. Yeah, lyrics versus style. Lyrics versus style. Yeah, we gonna we gonna close it out. Yeah, we could rap. We could rap. But let me think. Let me hit everything. Lyrics versus style. Lyrics versus style. Before we get out of here, you know, I hate to leave y'all without making sure we hit everything because we really just out here just chit chatting, man. Because we're yeah. so happy right now. That's all. Yeah, just happy to be out the house for a change. Um, it's twenty twenty one. I'll say that. I ain't gonna give the exact date. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I think that's about it, man. Shoot, lyrically today, man, I think these cats just about style, man. So we just, you know, more so than lyrics. You got some lyrical cats out there, but you know, you had you had some incredible stuff going on back in the day lyrically. Like people, you know, absolutely. But you know, times change and people change. People change with time. Mm-hmm. You don't change, you're losing your fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> you better get with the program. This is Capital City with Capital J.